That's what they call me. Wherewithal fortitude having Friedman. It's my nickname for years. <laughs> Friedman. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of technology out there, John. I, so I hear. Um, some of it might be coming to a home near you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you order something? No, I, no. I, I mean, I don't, it's too early to do our picks, right? So um, the uh, the thing I was just looking at was something that Jason posted on Six Colors about Apple um, doing a, a self service self service repair for the Mac. Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah, which, which makes is sense. so like for me, I I'm not doing the phone. <laughs> yeah we've had this discussion before it's too small and fiddly for me i repaired a an ipod a long time ago i like put a new battery in an ipod a long time ago yeah and that was stressful enough um i'm definitely not doing something that has like waterproof ceiling and stuff like that on it um however i've opened many a mac and i would be willing to open up like Currently, I think it's just for it's just for the MacBook Air and the MacBook Pro. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to, but boy, if I'm in the situation where I have to, I I won't want to. <laughs> I've I've Again, done I, Mac I, I might try I might try it just to see you know just for fun, just to see. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's like if you can get somebody else to do it, <laughs> you're probably better off, right? And the and, the cost differential is not extreme, I don't think, right? Like. Or is it? Is I it I don't do it I don't know. Um, so I'm trying to look. I, it didn't. They didn't have the battery. See, I mean, the battery is the thing that I would be most likely to replace. I don't see that at least in Jason's right up of this. Um, the rebound is basically a six colors fan podcast to this. <laughs> we could have just had Jason on. <laughs> he's, um, he's too busy to slum it on the show. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but some of these are some of these are quite cheap. I mean, an audio board replacement might cost twelve dollars. Oh, geez, and, yeah, that's very and cheap. And speakers twenty nine dollars. While the Logic board is nineteen hundred dollars. <laughs> and is that? But that, apparently, but so apparently, if you you get the you get the Logic board for nineteen hundred bucks, but if you send your Logic board back and they are willing, they are able to refurbish it. Um, the the cost goes down to six hundred bucks. So that's a pretty good. That's it's a pretty a good like return. A lottery, like thirteen hundred. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you never know. But I gotta imagine. I can't imagine what the price is to like nineteen hundred dollars. That's yeah. That's a thirty. That's for a thirty-two core GPU MacBook Pro. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't priced out that machine, so I don't know exactly how much it would be. I'm, I'm assuming it's more than $1,900. <laughs> I would certainly hope it's more than $1,900. Yeah, so I mean, I think there's a, I mean, I think there's a decent, you know, there's a decent price differential here, but yeah, is it that much? Is it going to uh, be enough to make it? And they also fun? have that, that you have to, you can rent the toolkit if you need it, which is $49, and you get to keep that mm-hmm. for a week. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I just, if you if you royally break it, I want to it, see the toolkit. Really, is what I want to do. Yeah, 
I just, I don't know. There's, there's stuff that I'm willing to fix and mess around with. And I certainly with Max of uh, some number of years ago, I was very mm-hmm. willing. And I would say that Max yeah. today and stuff, I just, I don't know. Well, the laptops in particular. Yeah. Like, it, like if there's a, I mean, and they're going to do other Macs uh, in the future, but like if it gets to the point where my, my mini is on the list and I need something changed in my mini, I would definitely do that. I just, I just think about Don Draper <laughs> yelling, that's what the money is for. <laughs> <And> just, like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just don't want to break anything. Okay. John, I don't want to break anything. Mm, okay. Except right, for news. <laughs> You're on the wrong podcast. <laughs> did, you, uh, did you catch that story? This is not a fun topic, but the, the parents who had an infant who had a, uh, a crotch issue. <laughs> <laughs> no okay so not only where i'm going this is an exciting topic but so uh an android user um uh his wife takes his phone to take some photos of some kind of swelling inflammation some kind of medical issue on their newborn sons or infant sons uh ding dong and oh, google's God. algorithms flag it oh silently shut mm-hmm. down their account like shut down the guy's entire google account like because we believe you've been doing something super illegal you say goodbye to everything you've ever had from Google and automatically went to the, like notified police in their area who then right. start an investigation. But like literally they're on the phone with the doctor. The doctor's like, don't come in because of COVID, whatever, send me photos, prescribe the thing and fix the problem. Um, I actually don't know the outcome of this story just yet. I don't know if we even know the outcome, but I, I was seeing it in all the, <laughs> all the major public news organizations. I don't, over know. The I don't know how I missed that. I don't know how yeah. I missed that. I usually have alerts for, um, for <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm not writing anything down. Um, yeah, but the New York Times headline was, a dad took photos of his naked toddler for the doctor. Google flagged him as a criminal. Um, and we talked about this on this show eons ago, back when Dan yeah. was still around all the time. <laughs> we mm. About, you know, Apple's not, not parades work. into uh, automating these things. And boy, this is, I don't, I was thinking about, I wanted to talk to you about this because I don't know what the answer is. Like, there's no amount of child porn. Like, well, a little bit of child porn is okay, right? So, like, I understand why the system is the way it is. Do you know? What, like, you know, what, like, I don't yeah, even, mean, right. but like, I don't, I, I don't know what the answer is. Like, what are they supposed yeah. to do? Yeah, I don't know either. No, I'm asking. I mean, you, that seems, what are they supposed to do? It seems like, yeah, it seems like I thought there was like some sort of threshold. Like, I thought that when they were describing the thing that Apple was doing with photos in the cloud, they were discussing some sort of a threshold, and I don't think like one incident would be enough to pass that threshold. But yeah. uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't think they, they don't reveal exactly how, how it works, of course. And I'm not sure I want to know. <laughs> yeah. And like the, the author of the article for the New York times, who was uh, Kashmir Hill, uh, she was writing about how she found some other people who this happened to when she was doing research for the story. And, I also worry about her Google search history. Quite oh frankly. yeah, seriously, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like the the thing that I think is honestly the true problem here, because I'm I'm, I'm a, this is maybe controversial. I'm okay with Google erroneously flagging this. I don't know exactly how I feel about automatically notifying the police, but I don't know what else they could do. What I'm not okay with is the lack of human access for the person affected at Google. Like that, there's no human oh, yeah. to go to. Right. And I, like. I don't, I'm not sure that, yeah, the problem is, I mean, like, 
humans aren't great at this stuff either, though. That that the, if there is a human to go to, I mean, I I there's definitely a big problem at Apple and at Google of like when you have an, a problem that their scripts are not do not take into account, right? Yeah. And you contact them and they keep walking you through the script and it's like, no, I'm outside of this. You're not getting what's going on here and they can't operate outside the script. So, um, but, but the thing is like a lot of these organizations, even like if there is a person and the person is operating out, allowed to operate outside of script, those people can be hacked too. Yep. (laughs) Right. I mean, there have been a number of cases where that is actually how people get hacked is like that someone will call up and pretend to be them and say, Oh, I left my, I lost my, whatever, you know, can you get me back in temporarily? And they, you can hack a person in many cases, much easier you wouldn't than download you can a hack car, a, though. a system. <laughs> um, I've downloaded so many cars. <laughs> the, the, yeah, no, you're right. And it's, but like, this is just a, a general annoyance, not tied to this heavy yeah. topic, but like, the fact that sometimes you feel like you have to go to the executive email carpet bomb or to go into yeah. the press to get attention, that sucks. It does. It does. Or a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anytime I, if you see a lawyer, they blew it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Somebody blew something. <laughs> I'm not writing that down either. Oh, come on. <laughs> that one was fine. Okay. I'm writing it down. Yeah. Yeah. None of this, uh, <laughs> I am reminded of a few years ago, uh, we have a friend who was looking for work and, um, at the same time I was looking for a little bit more work too. And my wife, who is a private investigator was, um, talking about the fact that it's hard to find <clears throat> forensic, uh, computer experts. So in other words, computer experts who will go, who, you know, when they get a hard drive, there's lots that work for the FBI and for the police, but if you're in defense investigation, it's hard to find one. Yeah. And um <clears throat> I just tried to suggest she was suggesting yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> she was suggesting that this this person who is a very who is a who's very technically capable um do some training and become a forensic investigator to to dig into hard drives of like people but the but the problem is when you get into this discussion, and she also had mentioned it to me too. And I was like, it's just like, well, what's going to be on these computers? Well, a lot of times it's kitty porn. <laughs> like, oh, God. No, I don't want to lead, like opening up somebody's hard drive, you know, legally, you know, especially, you know, only legally. And then the thing that I'm looking for is a bunch of, bunch of stuff that I absolutely do not want to see. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's brutal. So he did, our friend did not want to do it. I did not want to do it. <laughs> No, and like, I think we were talking, maybe we didn't talk about it on the show, but uh, there was some story in the past couple of weeks about TikTok training moderator staff by sh- exposing them to a bunch of child porn. Like, oh, God. Uh, yeah, it's just horrible. Just horrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. No fun whatsoever. And yeah, I just, like I said, I don't know what the right answers are on some of these things, but I don't think yeah. we found them yet. <laughs> so, so keep <laughs> here, looking. Here on this podcast. <laughs> here on this technology podcast. Um. So, John, you may recall that we have a couple uh, uh, s- uh, options for fans who want to support us. Actually, we have the service mm-hmm. called Rebound Prime. Uh, we invented that. I the do recall. concept of Prime. And uh, we recently added uh, Discord as a perk of Rebound Prime. So if you go to prime.reboundcast.com, you can join the Discord. You can talk to us and 
hear our dumb jokes even more often. <laughs> um, but it's also one of several places now where uh, Rebound Prime members can submit questions. And we have a, a host of questions to answer. Um, All right. If you're open a to A host that. of questions for our hosts. For the hosts, exactly. We also have, you know, just regular sponsors. So if you're like, you know what, I, I want to support the Rebound, but I don't want to go to Rebound Prime. Totally get that. What you can do instead is buy a suit because this episode of the Rebound is brought to you by Indochino. Uh, listen, you, you know when a wedding's coming and everybody gets involved in the big day and you're planning way ahead of time and everybody's focused on what you're going to wear. So they're going to be the groom or the bride or part of the wedding party or a lucky guest. Everybody wants to look their best for a wedding. Some of us can't help it. I always look my best, but you know everybody wants to. So with a custom fitted suit from Indochino, you will look great. Feel confident and enjoy the big day without fussing over your clothes. Nobody likes a clothes fuss. <laughs> you can choose every detail on a shirt, suit, dinner jacket, and more at affordable prices that may surprise you for fully custom pieces. It may shock you, John, and listeners <laughs> to learn that I own not one, but two Indochino suits. Oh, and I'm supposed no, to I knew that. Was I impressed with the customization? I was. I love a suit that's made to fit me because it fits right. <laughs> I, th- that's my thing, actually, frankly. When I have to dress more formally, I always feel like I, I'm a, I look like a kid playing dress up. Like I feel like not, not that the clothes don't fit, but like it's just <laughs> like right. David Byrne. Yes. Like, do I have this on right? And with an Indochino suit, yeah, it's it's made for me. I can't go wrong. Uh, I've worn it to my nope. I've worn it to not my wedding, but I because they didn't exist then. <laughs> but I wore it to to two bot mitzvahs in my family and to Dan Warren's wedding. And uh, maybe I was going to make a terrible joke. <laughs> maybe I'm like, I'll wear it to your wedding too, dear listener. <laughs> so every suit is made to your exact measurements and you can customize every detail. Create a suit that fits you and your style perfectly with options for fabrics, lapel shape, custom monograms, statement lines. Was it my more. funeral? <laughs> no, no, it was Dan's okay. next wedding. <laughs> I'm, it's a joke. It's a joke. Kat and Dan are perfect too. The best part, Indochino suits start from just $429 and shirts from just $79. Indochino offers, uh, also offers completely custom fitted shirts casual wear more get a wardrobe personalized to your style and taste without spending a fortune they're always adding new pieces and options so you can stay on trend and in style explore their relaxed yet refined approach to spring suits with their new spring pastels if you've got a big day coming up getting the perfect look is no big deal with indochino get 50 dollars off any purchase of 3.99 or more by using promo code rebound at indochino.com that's 50 dollars off a purchase of 3.99 or more at indochino.com promo code rebound our thanks to indochino for their support of the rebound and Dan's first and only wedding. <laughs> Bam. Um, so Dan brutal. has this... It's brutal when you're not on the show. Dan has this cool little Discord bot that he created where people can submit questions, but it doesn't let them put in their display names. So this is oh, tricky. So, so we don't know who submitted them? I, so, I can sort of piece it together, but uh, listener KG <clears throat> says, the M2 iPad Pro... Will have MagSafe, but where will it be? Is it going to mimic the MagSafe adapter, MagSafe adapter for Apple Silicon Macs, and be on the left edge and landscape between the microphones, on the right edge and landscape in line with the USB-C port, or on the back to mimic the iPhone, so Apple can make all previously purchased Magic Keyboards obsolete? That's actually a great <laughs> question. I, I think it's going to be on the bottom, in the same place that it was, same yeah. place where that you charge it currently. Exactly. I th- although that wouldn't have been the right answer for the phone, right? Because the, for the phone, MagSafe, it's on the back. Oh yeah, that's true. But I agree um, with you. I think that is the answer. But I, think I don't think more I don't think it's going to work. Yeah, because I don't think. Well, nope. it, it not only it. I mean, it not only screws up the current um, keyboards, but I think it screws up keyboards. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know. I mean, it, it, they they're gonna they would have to it, and all cases because you would have to have some sort of cutout. Most iPad cases are a bit thicker than 
cases that you put on your iPhone. And even the iPhone cases have had to be redesigned in order to accommodate MagSafe. Yeah. Um, which has been a problem in this household. So <laughs> uh I I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that they're gonna put it on the bottom somehow. And it's gonna be a little bit more like the MacBook Pro and less like the phone. I will tell you a feature that I love about a and this is not answer the question, but it's related, about a encased iPad Pro, at least when it's Apple's case, is that like old and I think new laptops, but not my MacBook Pro laptop, you get the ports on either side. And that's a joy. Because like when you have it in the keyboard yes. case, there's the port on the one side and the port on the keyboard. Yeah. And so I can plug in either way. I'm annoyed every day with my work setup because my laptop is on the left and all of its ports are on the left, but my monitor is on the right. So I've got to run the cable mm-hmm. the long way around and I fucking hate it. Yeah. Well, so. and that's, yeah, right. I mean, I, I love this MacBook Air, but and two ports is love actually plenty. Plenty for me, but I wish one was on the other side. Yeah. I don't like having them both on the same side. I mean, it, nah. <laughs> it's usually fine plugging two things in at the same time, but a lot of times if you have a like a an adapter because you've got a USB-A plug that you're using, or, you know, it just, it gets, <laughs> it's not, it's possible, but sometimes it gets tight. And yeah. Why, why do that when you can just, well, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a very good reason for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure other, then you'd have to have like two USB controllers and one on either side. And that makes more. Um, no, more I agree. Sound, or makes, you know, takes up more space. So, so I hope that answers your question, KG. Um, <laughs> listener ZMK. <laughs> we did answer the question. We did. We, did. We, we gave our opinions anyway. Listener ZMK has two questions. Uh, the first question is, what is your biggest complaint about the Discord bot that can take rebound prime questions? Um, <laughs> it's the lack of uh, display name. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's only you showing username. And then uh, ZMK also asks, how much editing work do you put into an episode of this show? Even though I know that's usually yeah. Dan's job. Does that amount differ from any other shows you make? So, Moltz, why don't you start? Because you've been doing the editing in Dan's uh, paternity leave. It really varies. Um, so, I think the first one that I did was pretty easy and like cut like a, a few things out uh, last week for some reason we were very and we had a lot of long pauses last week <laughs> <laughs> so i cut <clears throat> i cut an awful lot out last week um I, I just did a lot of like tightening up so that people didn't have to sit there and listen to us <laughs> say nothing um uh, you know this week that- it seems like we're, we're doing better this week we're, 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 the banter is I think last week, like I was not prepared. We just we recorded on Monday. Usually we record on Tuesday. Last week we recorded on a Monday. Today we this is we're also recording on a Monday. But I think last week I was not prepared to be recording. Um, yeah, I and I think, have ideas of things to talk about. I think I was tra- yeah I was traveling, so I think we had that as well. We had like and also that's right. And also issues. there was the lag. The lag was really bad. So yeah. I think that's why last week. So so I was I almost texted you a, a screenshot of of last week's <laughs> the gaps. because yeah because it was it was pretty comical. There was there was lots of shopping. Um, man, I think Jason still so has like a really a nice philosophy on this because a he, forty he, minute okay. episode with I mean it takes at least an hour. Um, mm-hmm. So. And, Snell's yeah. approach a lot of times is not to do a heavy edit. You see, like, we recorded this live mm-hmm. to tape, like, don't go crazy with it. Uh, not to say he doesn't do any editing. He does. And it, like you say in your question, uh, ZMK, it varies by show. I think that, like, and I don't know, Moltz, if you do this or not. Yeah. I know that Dan and I have talked about this, but, like, a lot of times the editor will over-edit themselves. Like, if, I've, if I'm oh, editing yeah. and I've said <laughs> yeah. something stupid or if I have, like, a big um and then I say it, like, I'll edit that out. But I don't care. I, I don't even I notice it. I stop short at re-recording. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, yeah, you'll fix your own dumb shit. 
but for sure i yeah i mean last week i i cut my i cut a lot of myself out <laughs> and i think the week before i went long on some story like i think i texted you afterwards like i told the same story that i had told like three or four times on this show before and i was just like i'm gonna cut most of this out i i enjoy it every time mm-hmm. um <laughs> you said that but you know <laughs> but i don't know I, it's it's really tricky and i you know, so many Rebound Prime members like the bootleg, which is not edited at all. And then you're like, yeah. what the hell are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> I would think last week's was would be super painful. Um, but <laughs> Although sometimes it's funny, right? It's yeah. much funnier, <clears throat> particularly when an ad read goes wrong, um, which I think was the previous week. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Those are fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listener Mahir, I can tell who that is, uh, writes, what are you going to be doing on September 7th? Lex, this is your early reminder to not schedule any meetings after 1 p.m. ET on that day. That is, of course, because there's a rumored Apple event for that Wednesday, an unusual Apple Wednesday event to talk about new iPhones and watches and whatever. Um, I do have a block on my calendar from 1 p.m. on, but I also already see a meeting scheduled for 2 p.m. and 3 p.m. Eastern that day. Um, that I, I won't, I'm not in charge of getting to cancel. So it'll just be a question of do people who outrank me cancel those meetings or not, which may or may not happen. So we'll see. But I should at least see the first hour of the event if all goes according to plan. What are your plans on September 7th, John? Morris? I'm going to watch the entire thing. I have, no, I have nothing else planned. <laughs> so I will be sitting down in front of a computer watching the event. Then uh, another listener here, a Rebound Prime member named Jasnell, I think this is. Uh, why did hmm. you steal our bot from the Six Colors Discord? Aren't you supposed <laughs> to be on vacation, Dan? <laughs> that I seems like that's a question for Dan. I don't know if it counts that Dan stole it because it launched on the Rebound Prime Discord before it launched on the Six Colors Discord, even though it was built for the Six Colors Discord. So I'm just putting that out there. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, there we go. Um, so here's a question that I don't understand I, or might understand, but maybe you'll know. Josh, m- Josh Mutt Human? Josh Muth no, Humany? No. Josh Muthumani, I think. Ah, Muthumani. Okay, so it's a last name. I I thought it was a a, a sentence. So Josh Muthumani says, will you be doing a tier list anytime soon for Apple products? Uh, Are are those those things where people like rank all their favorite stuff in some chart form? I don't know. Yeah, I I had the same question. I don't don't understand the question. Yep, Um, that's what it is. There's a site called tiermaker.com that lets you make your tier list for everything. And it looks like all the other tier type lists I've seen. I will not be doing one of those because it's okay for many things to be good like i know that you can make those lists and have them be tied but yeah there's things that i'll happily compare but apple products is such a and by the way i actually like this question but like apple products this is i don't mean to give a philosophy lesson or lex's philosophy insights but like how do you compare i was actually talking to my parents about this how do you compare like whether your iphone or your mac like deserves more attention or matters more like they're both really important to me in different ways and that's okay Mm -hmm. they can both be super important or if the Mac Studio is a better product than like the MacBook Air. Right. Or like the Magic Trackpad, more or less important than your Apple Watch charger. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, I mean, the one thing I, I think of when uh, I hear this question, though, is I think it's surprising how well Apple does at the lower end of the spectrum, because I think uh, two products, well, th- I guess three. So the MacBook Air, not super cheap, really, um, but it's a tremendous value. It's an absolutely awesome laptop um and that's you know on the lower end of their laptop spectrum mm-hmm. and then uh the the iphone se is a tremendous value as is the ipad ipad um i think about the ipad ipad a lot because it's just I mean, well first of all karen has an older one and well you know it's probably getting close to time to 
update hers. And I think there's going to be a decent size redesign of that device this fall. So um, I'm very much looking forward to seeing what that looks like. And, but I mean, at the same time, I mean, we got it from Costco at like, I forget how much it was. Like it was, a, it was around 300 bucks or something like that. I mean, it's, it's just a, a lot of device for the dollar. So, so there's your tier. Yeah. <laughs> I shed one. Um, the, <laughs> our final question is from monotone listener. Monotone says, uh, our potentially final question. I have to check the inbox also, but <laughs> the monotone says, is Dan going to Worldcon? And if he isn't, which of you are going in his place? Uh, I know that Dan Morin, our co-host who will be coming back sometime in the near future, um, goes to that Worldcon conference uh, because he's oh, a that's, sci-fi that the, Oh, that's that. And that's in a different place every year, isn't it? Uh, that sounds right. I um, think that's true. And if Dan answers our text before the end of this episode, we'll tell you his answer. <laughs> but we don't fucking know. What am I, my Dan's keeper? <laughs> <laughs> why are, are you so, uh, i are you looking in the um in the discord for these questions uh well if you remember dan set up a google spreadsheet that takes the rebound prime oh, questions and assembles them all okay so the place. problem is not the problem is not the bot it's the spreadsheet or it's however i think because if you look in the discord you can see the names of the people because like that one was from john coxon oh look at that all right so i love that this is um dan's fault yeah yeah well, yeah, I mean, that's really the best resolution that it could be, right? I'm writing down. That is Dan's fault. <laughs> um, there we go. I'm also, I, I, uh, I do think we have a couple emailed questions as well, which is also totally fine. Um, according to Mark Ehrman on Bloomberg, this is from Jack Carlson. Apple wants to start showing ads on the iPhone. What are your opinions on one of the wealthiest companies on the planet feeling they need to advertise on my phone for which I paid $1,000 plus? Um, I think... First of all, sometimes Mark is wrong. Not often, but I would be really surprised if if what the headline implies is what happens. If Apple simply started showing ads on your phone. Now, if Apple started showing ads, paid results in Apple Maps, uh, or which I think is part of his point, or if it started showing ads in other relevant apps, that would not surprise me because they already do it in the App Store. And I think it would be Apple-style ads in those things, right? You're going to let people buy little tiny display ads in there, and I think that that's fine. <laughs> I think that that's what companies do, but I'm yeah. biased. <laughs> um, I am a little bit disturbed. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of concern. You know, Apple has spent a lot of time making great hay about how it's protecting everybody's privacy and um, kind of destroying the ad industry for everybody else. And at the same time, it, it seems like it's slowly like building itself up to do more advertising. So I'm not a big fan of that trend. Yep, I think that's fair. I think App Store ads suck also. <laughs> and, yes. and I almost never, ever click on them or tap on them. And my yeah. most offensive ones is when you search for the app and it's the first paid result and the first organic result because they don't need to be in the paid result spot if they're that first organic result. Like if you're paying for that spot, Right, you you should. I yeah, but it's just like yeah. you can either get anyway, a free whatever. tap That's or a paid tap, and it's done. yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Like, if they suddenly like there was a widget on your home screen that was an ad, that would be annoying. If I will say on the flip, and this is separate from, I don't speak for Amazon in any way. Um, I, people have mixed feelings on the Kindle with special offers. I've always, long before I worked there, every Kindle I bought once they had the Kindle with special offers was one of those, and it was one where they put ads on it and you pay less for it. Um, 
they also d- give you the option eventually to pay to take those ads away again if you want. And I think yeah, that's really I think smart. that's I think that is critical. I mean, I think it's I think it's fine to offer that. Yeah, uh, I I I would not buy that one. <laughs> but um, but it's I also think it's critical that they allow you to turn it off to turn it for, off right to yeah, pay to pay for a fee later. Yeah. And we have one final question that I'm actually really excited about. Uh, and before we read that final listener question, uh, we have one more uh, sponsor to thank. Uh, this episode of The Rebound is brought to you by SaneBox. Inbox Zero is a thing of the past. Like, you know, Capro computers. We're also inundated with email now that it's no longer about responding to everything. It's about responding only to the important things, the messages that really matter. Your Moltz emails, for example. SaneBox mm-hmm. gets your email in order by working on top of your existing setup. No need to create a new email account or download a new app. Sanebox just makes your ex- Sam- <laughs> no need to create a new email account or download a new app. Sanebox just makes your existing one awesome. If you've ever met someone who used Sanebox, you'll know that the initial Sanebox purge can be very powerful. And after that initial clear up, Sanebox then allows them to manage their daily emails more efficiently from there. Uh, listen, I get a shit ton of email. And it is really, really important to keep your inbox in order. Sanebox actually hooked us up with uh, accounts so we could check it out. And it's really smart. Um, my work email inbox uh, before SaneBox was a couple hundred messages and is now 34 messages. So <laughs> I will let that speak for itself. SaneBox has nifty features like the Sane Black Hole where you can drag messages from annoying senders you never want to hear from again, <clears throat> which is actually better than unsubscribing. <laughs> molds. <laughs> because clicking unsubscribe also, can also, you, molds. <laughs> also molds. Clicking unsubscribe can put you on additional lists if it's a nefarious actor, causing the number of unwanted emails to go up instead of down. And Sane Reminders can ping you if someone hasn't replied to your email by a certain date. Plus, you can snooze emails, which is a great way to defer or de-emphasize less urgent emails. You can just read them later. Best of all, you can use SaneBox with any email client or phone anywhere you check your mail. With over 600 reviews on Trustpilot and glowing reviews from TechCrunch, Forbes, The New York Times, and emailers everywhere, you can rest assured that you will fall in love with email again. See how SaneBox can magically remove distractions from your inbox with a free two-week trial. Visit SaneBox.com slash rebound today to start your free trial and get a $25 credit. That's S-A-N-E-B-O-X dot com slash rebound. Our thanks to SaneBox for their support of this show, which we'll also mention to them via email. Uh, so finally, a listener email says, is John Moltz, I already like this question, is John Moltz <laughs> willing to tell his origin story of how he got to know Gruber? Was it like Picard <laughs> meeting Kirk in Generations? Who was chopping wood? I'm going to assume that last part is not a euphemism. <laughs> it is not a euphemism. Um, that's a, uh, <laughs> let's just say it wasn't like that. <laughs> um, I got I'm trying to remember exactly. I think. I think it was my second Macworld. I want to say it was the first, but I was only at the first one for a night. As I recall. Anyway. Um, I think I went and saw him do the talk show with, um, cable. They did it, they did it live. Uh, And I, and the, the funny thing is I took a, took a short video of it as I was standing there listening to them. And so this would have been the event where the iPhone was first announced and I panned across the group watching and, and, um, I watched it years later and was like, Oh, there's Merlin. (laughs) (laughs) like oh i know that guy now i didn't know him then um and then i think it was the next event so i think it would have been two that seems wrong though maybe it was later that night it was either the next year or later that night um 
uh we just like we went out and had a drink and a, like a hamburger at like one of those bars that was <laughs> that was down there and we just because we knew each other online right you know for a long time so uh that's it mostly um and i because i used to <laughs> i used to you know i used to feature him in crazy apple rumors all the time i used to put words in his mouth <laughs> like like pretty much everybody so right um I um uh, that's how I got to know people. That's how I got to know people in the Mac community. I just right. you'd like, mention them and then they'd reach out. using them in using them for the clicks. Stupid articles, yeah. Right. Um that's fascinating actually. I don't know. I mean that I definitely met Gruber at a Macworld event. Um I don't remember if I had started selling ads for the talk show before I met him in person or not. I I legit don't remember. But I also I feel like it's it's not impossible. We don't know that this is the case, but it's not impossible that I met John and or his wife Amy Jane before they were like or before John was a famous Apple community person because we grew up in very similar areas. Like we had competing oh. schools, um, mm-hmm. and he would have been a couple of years ahead of me, I guess. But like we, it's not not a big area in southeastern PA, <laughs> so yeah, definitely yeah. possible we at least ran into each other. Mm-hmm. We were both fine afterwards, though. Don't worry. Okay. Um, so there you go. Those are uh, Rebound Prime questions. Um, they definitely help drive the conversation on the show sometimes, depending on how active the news world is in technology. <laughs> so if you want to be a part of Rebound Prime and make the show better, prime.reboundcast.com. We also have shirts at reboundcast.com slash shirts. Um, That's true. I, for, I, I Have we talked about stickers, laptop stickers? I think we did, right? Um, I, I don't know. I, I've talked about it on... Um... Clockwise, Clockwise, I think, yeah. actually. Yeah. So I'm not sure if we talked about it in this show or not. Do you have you laptop stickers? No, and I'm super laptop sticker curious. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I recently got into it. With this job, you know, they sent uh, an Amazon Music sticker. I was like, oh, I'll stick that on my laptop. And then... Um, you know, oh, yeah, I, you po- you posted it on class, right? Yeah. I was trying to remember where you posted a picture of your laptop. Oh, yeah, just just uh, yesterday, I think I did that. Yeah. The day before. But mm-hmm. so then I had a Peloton sticker, and then I had a They Might Be Giant sticker. And then, you know, Art19, the company where I worked before I was acquired by Amazon, we got stickers that said Art19 and Amazon company. I was like, well, that's cool. I work there. Now it's an Amazon company. So I put that one on. And then I had a friend with a podcast that I love called Shameless Acquisition Target. Uh, my friend Laura Mayer telling the story of wanting her podcast to get acquired shamelessly. And so I wanted to get that <laughs> sticker. But ordering just one sticker from T Public or whatever made no sense. So I just got a bunch. Uh, I've got a... Uh, a Muppet-related sticker, a Jersey-related sticker, and I have a QR code, which is part of why I posted the photos, even if it would take the time to <laughs> figure out oh, how to Oh, no, I didn't. I wondered about code. that. I kind of wondered what that was, but I didn't do it. So it definitely... I didn't even, I didn't even think about it, honestly. <laughs> on... Because I, I, I didn't have to get another device. Right, well, <laughs> no, I learned I by accident. If you screenshot and you go into yeah. the Photos app and you tap and hold on a QR code, it will sometimes, but not always, <laughs> prompt you to follow through on Great. the QR code. But mine, uh, when people scan that QR code, which has already started happening a little bit... <laughs> It takes them to YouTube and is a Rickroll, which I, well, typically <laughs> it is in fact uh, pre-roll ads ahead of a Rickroll video. So that's, I oh, basically, God, that's, see, that's 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 just, yeah, that just, right. yeah. no, there should be no pre-roll ads allowed on a Rickroll. It should come after. Yeah, exactly. Seconds. Yeah. There should just be one canonical Rickroll that everybody, but you, did you put up your own Rickroll? No, it's uh, okay. somebody sold okay. the sticker. And in fact, I, I can't even, I saw the QR code first before I even saw the title or description ever. So I scanned it, you know, on my laptop screen, I scanned it from my phone yeah. and it was a Rickroll on my phone. I was like, well, that's a perfect sticker to add to this shopping cart, which I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I, I probably shouldn't worry about it anymore because I dropped my 
MacBook Air and I dented the metal in the upper right hand part of the um, back of the screen and the screen's fine. It's not cracked or anything, but uh, I always worry about, you know, selling it back and I always worry about getting the stickers off. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I don't, so I could get, I could get like a backing, you know, I could get like a, a cover. Right, but I feel like with Goo Gone or whatever it is, like I feel like sticker residue is a thing of the past. I don't feel like it's is still it? a problem. Okay. I mean that's what that was that was a question. Like it does does it does it come off? Yeah. Come off it is what I say to my sticker. Mm. <laughs> and does it? Yep. <laughs> that's the Because I because I have reached the the you know the state the point in life where I have many, many stickers. <laughs> really? I, I I think there's a I think there's a sticker curve, right? I think there's <laughs> like when you're a kid you have a huge it's a it's like an inverted bell curve you have a huge number of stickers when you're a kid and then you know you move out of your your parents house and you go to college and you have fewer stickers and then slowly you start accumulating stickers and you get back to the point where you you were it's my hope that before i got to this sentence that as james thompson is listening to this show somewhere he's thinking i have and i was going to do the accent but did but he's thinking i have so many stickers i need to send both of them because i want some you know I want some PCAL stickers and or drag thing stickers and James has them, but I don't have them. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I and I should yeah, I think you were you were sort of implying this, but like if you have if anybody out there listening has an idea for stickers, get yourself do it. Get yourself make some stickers. It's just it's occurring to it's me. It's not but, super. It's not super expensive. It occurs to me that we and should probably have some stickers by next week's episode. We should. Yeah, we should. We'll we'll do it. We'll do it. I'm we'll putting you in out. charge of that one. No, no, I'm. Yeah, I already put myself in charge. You Look at this you laptop. Take, you're not taking. You're not taking that away from me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I already I barely one, let you I edit the episode. <laughs> one job, and now it's stickers. Uh, I do have some late breaking in episode follow up. <gasps> Dan will not be going to Worldcon this year. Uh, uh, we're that hoping that James or Guy will go in his place. Mm. James and Guy. No, that's too much in one place. We can't <laughs> get, get out of here. Uh, Did you have other picks you wanted to share with the class? So yeah, oh yeah, we can <clears throat> we can do some picks. Sure, let's do it. Yeah, because I have um, I got two picks actually. Um, mm. First of all, I think I mentioned this previously. Um, Jetpack Joyride. Uh, is back uh, and it's back on Apple Arcade, and it's just as fun as it always was. I mean, I guess you could. Have, I don't know. Is the is the old one gone? I assume the old one's gone since they're on Apple Arcade now. I haven't even I haven't even looked. I mean, that's a fairly old game, but um. Anyway, it's on Apple Arcade. Uh, I played. I haven't played it a lot because uh, I just got it this morning. But it's I was very fun, and some I will people definitely talk be about, playing it a lot. <laughs> I, I was seeing some people talk about this on Twitter today as we record, suggesting that. The game felt bad in some ways because it still felt like it had a bunch of in-app purchase concepts in terms of like reward and like Skinner boxing, basically. So I'm curious if that matches your experience. Hmm. Like, like that you well, had a, you got rewarded for coming back to play it again later that same day or something, and people are like, "What are we even doing?" Oh, I didn't notice that. I see. I haven't got, I haven't gotten that far. Probably. I mean, I got through the first level basically. Yeah. Um. So I didn't. I didn't notice that. But. But um, I mean, what? Are, I don't know. If people have fun that playing bad? the game, is that bad? Is it is is an app is a game encouraging you to play it bad? <laughs> when you no. don't when when it's not encouraging, you know, when you're not going to be paying anything for it. I don't know right. if that's. I think that's very fair. I think that's yeah. a fair point to say. Like, what what is it? If 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 I don't have to pay money, then like, what's the cruelty of this? Like, yeah, yes, exactly. games are going for dopamine bursts. If they're going to reward you for coming back, sure. like, go for it. That's what it's supposed yeah. to do. Yeah. All right, I'm convinced. All okay. you people complaining on Twitter are wrong. Um, <laughs> My one pick that I have for you, since you have two, is a game that no longer exists that I would like to come back. But I don't know if you saw this 
Twitter thing today, but do you remember the game, which I forgot all about until I saw this tweet today, uh, Flight Control? Oh, yeah. 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 I know. I um, I saw that you posted that. Uh, and and um, so I loved that game. God, a great game, which I had forgotten about the existence of. And somebody discovered that there is a flight control clone that lives in the United app. Uh, so the United Airlines app <laughs> has a tab. I didn't I didn't catch where it was. Oh, so, yeah, if you go to the. If you go to the games, sorry, if you go to the more tab in United and then you go to games and there's a game that's they call something that sounds like flight control a little bit. And it's it's a knockoff. It plays horribly on an iPhone. It looks good on an iPad. On an iPhone, it's it's bad. At least on my iPhone, it was like letterboxed vertically. It was bad. But that was such a, where you have to land planes and they're color coded to the yeah. runways and stuff. And right. so my pick is bring back flight control. You monsters. That's my pick. Yeah. Um, and another game that was very similar uh, was Harbor Control, right? I think it was called Harbor Control, um, where you were moving boats um, from yeah. one harbor to another. Um, it's almost, it's almost, it, it's a, uh, it's basically identical, right? Is it made by the same people or was it a. <laughs> I think it probably kind of is. Novel. I don't even, I don't know, but it's, you know, it's old. I don't think it's around anymore, um, but it was super fun. And there are definitely Hank and, Hank and I played that so much. There are a few knockoffs in the App Store of Flight Control, including the one that I believe United must be licensing. Um, but they don't play the same. It's like the, yeah. the the arc of tracing of the path that I want the plane to go has got to feel right. And the one that I tried in yeah. the United app did not feel right, and I got grossed out. Couldn't, couldn't the game I playing. wanted back for years is Strategic Conquest, um, which was an amazing game on the Mac nine million years ago. Also, my wife's nickname Macs for were me made out of rocks. <laughs> Um, your what? My wife's nickname for me. I was her strategic conquest. No, <laughs> but you said you have um, two picks, John. What's the second pick? Yeah, I can't, I can't stand uh, the anticipation. That kind of, I got to write that down. Um, <clears throat> my next pick, I was looking for a database app that, uh, is works across the Mac and iOS. And I didn't need, you know, I didn't have like a, very complicated need um but uh I, the one thing that i wanted it to be able to do is work on both so like if i wanted to look at this database i would be able to do it on my phone or on the mac and collections is what i found and i will say that the first of all it's only like the it's free to download and use and you can get i think there's like a, you can have a hundred entries or something like that um so if you don't have a huge you know if, if whatever you're trying to track does is not very large it's um Perfect. And Are then, you able to share but, what you're databasing? Um, I was. No, nah, I'm not going to. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I don't. Uh, pff, okay, I'm looking uh, at it on the. Uh, I don't. Want, I don't want. I don't want to say. I don't want to say what it is. Yeah, because I think. As I think, it's anyway. <laughs> it's fine. It's not like dirty or anything. <laughs> it's just. Yeah. Um, Listeners are free to submit what they think. John is. Oh yeah, that'd be good. That'd be great. And then I'll probably tell you. It's probably not a big. <laughs> it's probably not a big. Oh, well, I'll just say it. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I um I don't want to continue paying for one password. Um, because mm. I think uh. Uh, the what is what's the Apple passwords whatever the hell the yeah Safari pass thing is keys called. and all that yeah 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 I think that is is pretty much to the point where I am comfortable using it and will do what I want it to do and the one thing in particular that it doesn't really handle though is license keys or at least not that I've figured out how to do so i thought well if i just had like a little database i could have my license keys in the database as long as it had password protection oh really uh, which, smart 
which this does. And I also don't have that many, you know, obviously I don't have more than, I don't have more than a hundred. Um, the, but the thing I was going to say is that the, the pro license for this is five bucks. You just, you pay five bucks. It's not even a subscription. You pay five bucks and it's, you get the pro features. Um, it's a little, it, it can be a little rough around the edges. The, the iOS version is terrific. The Mac version kind of looks like it's an iOS. <laughs> it definitely, you can definitely tell that, okay, this is a, this is an iOS app that was brought over. Oh, everything works. Everything, you know, works the way it's supposed to work, but like things that would normally be in menus are in windows. Got it. So, so I, I, the, uh, Here's my question, which I made sound like it was complicated, which is not. What's what does email not accomplish for you for this purpose? Like for me with you know Gmail, um, that's where all my license keys are. So anytime I need to like register a new version of a rogue map, I search my inbox and find it, or search my archive well, and find it. So I, I for a long time, search in mail has not worked for me very well. <laughs> I think that's probably oh, the right. You use reason. mail mail. Got it. Got it. Yeah, because I use mail mail. Um, so. I would rather have, and like, I don't want to, it, it just, it's clunky to search through 10,000 emails to try and find a license key when I could just look at a list of like 15 items <laughs> or however many items I have yeah, and immediately see it. So Interesting. Well, these are good picks. I don't feel like I have any other great pick. Uh, I will go with, um, it's, it seems like Zach Gage basically just keeps me entertained in my free time, but I've I've mm-hmm. gone back into uh, Flip Flop Solitaire a bit, and I'm enjoying that. There's mm-hmm. there's numbered decks in Flip Flop Solitaire, and I've been going through those in, in miracle order, and that's been fun. <laughs> so that's, my pick is Classic Games from Zach Gage. <laughs> you can't go wrong. Well, you can, but we don't recommend well, it. No, don't go wrong. That's our record. That's our pick. Don't go wrong. <laughs> 